2: Welcome back to Cripits the Corn Podcast. I'm the great and powerful mystery. And I am just Jay today. Don't believe that. I am. We're on to Peyton Part 2, but before we get in that, we gotta do all of our announcements. Paranormality magazine, we're affiliates, use code corn crew. If you buy anything from us, we get a kickback. YouTube, check out our YouTube. The first documentary is out on the YouTube. The second one will be coming soon.
3: Coming soon.
2: Uh, other shows. We have other podcasts that we produce and we do. Everything from DW Conspiracy Shack, which is all things conspiracy, JFK, all of that. I'm trying to think of the other ones. We never,
3: there. even though we just realized they never covered that yet. Birds but aren't real. Yeah, that one just came out.
2: All kinds of crazy stuff. And then Freaky Fauna Friday, which is uh, the best show ever. That's right. Uh, get to it, people. Yeah, get to it. Uh, the P.O. Box is P.O. Box 75, Ada, Ohio 45810. And that is ADA, Ada. It's
3: in the show notes below. It's you, in the show notes. If you feel so inclined to send us some fun R or a nice letter, stickers for the new bus. Or stickers for the new bus.
2: Wait, need to cover that whole back wall in stickers. That'll be fun. Anyways, if you're coming to a show, let us know. This weekend is Cryptid Gun. Woo! I'm so excited. Yeah. I'm already drunk. Oh, no. On life. Yeah. 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 That is probably. What's uh, in that coffee over there? irish oh uh yeah you're gonna contact us best ways email uh yeah it's gonna be a lot of fun let's get to the new reviews stephanie says great episode guys and then they have a question she says with joel with joel no longer being a part of killing or kill the mockingbirds will the floating mushroom episodes end oh no so yes there will be no more floating mushrooms uh not to anybody's fault or anything like that. Just you know, it just is not going to work out. But there may be new stuff. I don't know if anybody's noticed or not. I don't know. We'll see. There may be new stuff. I don't know. Maybe. I, don't know nothing.
3: I think a, sh- a thread of the spirit of floating mushroom. There's a common thread that may maybe live on that just cannot be destroyed or killed.
2: Uh, next one, Johnny Carter. This is I'm going to guess for you because I don't understand it. Uh oh. Once you realize that all of this is a biosphere created for us, you realize that there is nothing unnatural or supernatural. There is comfort in that.
3: It's so true. It's so true, Johnny. Great minds think alike, and I agree with you.
2: AK says, More cowbell.
3: Oh, we need more, more cowbell.
2: AK, just so you know, posted this about nine times. Really? I just picked the one.
3: He <laughs> posted more cowbell nine times?
2: Mm hmm. On all kinds of episodes. Okay. Uh, okay. It's,
3: I can't do it. Christopher Walken. I about did a Ray Romano. As
2: Thrum Man, 2020 says, title, good podcast? Maybe more episodes like the Dragon episode or Spiders of the Congo. Those are the ones y'all do the best. I really don't like listening to the others. Well, I really like you guys and hope y'all can get back to what you're best at. Well, thank you. Okay. I like those episodes too.
3: Yeah, those are great. I guess what specifically about those are different from our other ones.
2: No idea. I just do what I want to do. Yeah. And then pretty,
3: you just sit there. Yeah, pretty much. I'm just
2: on board. Uh, Patreon. The new Patreon members. Squatchy Bobcat, welcome. Mm. Mm. Welcome to the club. The corn cult. And a Right is, I think, how to pronounce this name. Who? It's, well, it's A-Y-R-I-Q-H-T. Okay. But I think it's a Okay. I think it's like a weird way to write it. Write it, yeah. Uh, They are on the Patreon and on the Discord page now. So tell me if I mispronounced your name. All
3: right, welcome to the Porn Cult. Uh, You will be initiated soon, yes, by the flap.
2: So Peyton's uh, submission has a little bit of audio hiccups every once in a while. So I'll fill you in. I asked her, like, kind of to fill us in, basically with the end of the flies last week. Yeah, and the start of the saying something about a cat is that. She put up salt lines at the doorways of the house, and all the flies stopped. Oh, what? Yeah. Okay. And I believe all the cat information is going to be coming, but the cats started acting kind of weird.
3: With the, with the uh, salt lines?
2: Like, just in general, with it, the house. Okay. we're going to listen to several more of Peyton's. And then we'll – Peyton has more after this that she submitted, but we're probably going to take a couple weeks off because we have some more of the submitted ones and mix them in. Okay. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah.
3: Oh, yeah. Ready to get back into it? Yep. And if you haven't listened to last week's episode, please jump back. Yeah. Listen to last Wednesday's with Peyton's part one. Yep. And now we're starting Peyton's well, – I guess this would be part, part two. two. And I was like,
1: yeah, it, why didn't you tell me – I was like, what, what's your dream about? And he's like, well, a weird dream. we okay. were sleeping in our room, and I, in my dream, I had woken up and looked out. Um, we had been keeping our bedroom door open because if not, the cats would just uh, try and break into the room all night long. And it was, it sounded like somebody was like beating down the door. So he's just like, oh, we'll leave the door open. It'll be fine. Um, he had said like in his dream, he had woken up and looked at the door and you can see into like, we don't have a hallway. We have like a landing and on the other side of the landing is our stairs. And he said that he... Looked out and a ring, the movie The Ring, looking lady crawled up the stairs, stood up, stared at us. And as soon as he like acknowledged that he could see it, she like got on all fours and like crawled to the edge of our bed. And he said at that moment, he like jolted awake. Um, So I'll continue in part six. Jeez. (laughs) So my husband tells me this dream and I was like, why in the heck do you, one, remember dreams? He's terrible at remembering dreams unless they're like weird. He's had this dream about a windmill like three different times where him and his friends are like going through a forest or they're playing paintball or something and it's like if you take a putt-putt golf windmill but make it huge and it's like abandoned and creepy he said the dreams in grayscale um but normally he doesn't remember dreams at all and he's definitely not able to tell me weeks after having it so it's odd for him to remember this dream to begin with when he woke up, but to be able to tell me about it later on. I had remembered a couple weeks before he had asked me if we could start sleeping with the bedroom door closed. He had told me that the cats um, were jumping on him at night and it was bothering him. Uh, So if we could just keep the door closed and I was like, Oh yeah, you know, the cats do bother me at night. So I guess, uh, yeah, we could do that. He said the, the back, porch light we keep on all the time cuz the the light switch for it's in our basement and that's too much work to go in the basement every day and turn it on and turn it off since we work second we we need it when we get home well, so we just keep it all the time on all the time and there's a window at the end of our stairs and the lights right outside of the window so that it shines up and you can see everything um which is Why he could see her because the light from the window at the bottom of the stairs was shining up and he had said she was like a completely black and I waved around with a little like a little broom type thing to get the smoke through the air. And uh, I just I just, you know, say, you know, unwelcome, unwelcome spirits, um, you are not welcomed here. Um, and you go in every room and you say it in every room and you cross the doors and cross the windows and, and the the door frames on the inside of your house, um, and leave it at, and, you know, leave it at that. And then, um, she said, I might want to start doing that. So I went to my local, you know, they, they call it a witch, witch's shop, but it's like crystals and like, um, Incense and, you know, like sage, cedar, rosemary, thyme. I got Palo Santo um, because of my father's side. It, my father's Hispanic and his side of the family is Hispanic. Um, so I was like, yeah, I, I'll, I'll start using Palo Santo. And so I started burning it in the house. And that's, that's when all the stuff at work started happening. Um, so I guess I'll finish my work story. Um, you could see them, her walking back and forth when she was there. So she had gone back to first in November, mid November, um, So, I was still getting used to her not being there, but uh out of the corner of my eye, I could see somebody walking back and forth. I could see the shadow of their their feet and their legs through the through the uh line and uh I'd look up to to talk to her and say something, and there'd be nobody there, and I'd have to go oh that's that's right she's back on first but then why, like, what am I seeing? Uh, I don't know.
2: So like I said, there was a couple audio issues with the file so far, and we'll continue with that. I just wanted to say, she was talking about, like, I believe, like smudging the house. Yeah. Is what she was talking about with talking to, with this other person. Uh, that should be the only big audio hiccup we have for this episode, but just saying.
3: Yeah, it just went blank. There was a gap. Do we want to address some of the
2: stuff? Yeah, she go was ahead. I know about? you had stuff because the with the work story so uh, the work person's pacing just remember that right
3: yeah which was we kind of left off at part one mm-hmm. I think right mm-hmm. or is that where that ended but um talking about her uh, uh them seeing the what was it the figure he had the dream mm-hmm. and um yeah I wrote down like uh just having those reoccurring dreams you ever ha- you, have you experienced that yeah oh yeah, me too and it's like almost like you go like she said his was that windmill like I have some that like I'd always go to like this place. And it was always weird. Like, it was always some weird place. And when you sit down and think about it, it's like, okay, this obviously isn't rooted in, like, our reality, this place. But it's a place where I've dreamed about, you know, multiple times that you just – it seems like random you go back to them. And it's odd how, like, yeah, those are the ones you – and and I also wrote down, like, remembering dreams. It's odd, like, kind of sometimes you remember dreams like it was a real me- – like, it really happened, a real memory. Like, you can remember every, a lot of the details. And then other times – you can't remember the moment you wake up. You can't remember a thing, and then the more you try to think about, it, the more and more you lose it. You lose it, and then it's gone. You can't even remember what you were thinking about. I just those are, I think, a lot of things that everybody I feel experiences for the most part, but is not really spoken about too much. Where you get that experience of like a a dream had a whole bunch of like imagery or a lot of memories tied into it, but then uh, when you try thinking about it, it's just like escapes and you you remember less and less and less and within like a minute you can't remember even a thing what you were dreaming about but man it wasn't it so vivid when you were dreaming it it's it's weird and odd and i don't know how that plays in the part but it does sound like too he was experiencing a some sort of like sleep paralysis type in um Not behaviors, but symptoms is what I kind of took it as. As far as feeling the thing, you know, sitting on the edge of the bed or crawling up onto the bed, he said. You know, was it just the cats and you're dreaming and your mind kind of fills in the gaps? Or the figure that they they claim to be seeing, that dark figure, that's frightening. I don't like it.
2: I don't like it either. Ready to keep moving?
3: Yep. So back to the work story.
2: Yep. I, every
1: time somebody from first comes to second and goes back to first this phenomena happens where i'll be working on one side and i'll i'll be working um polishing the locks you can't really look away because if you do you could uh turn yourself into a hamburger on the uh industrial sanding belt <laughs> um but out of the corner of my eye i could always see you know feet walking um, so I'd look up to say something like, hey, do you need me to grab this? Or, hey, how are you doing? Or, hey, you know, two more hours to go before we get to go home, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> and there'd be nobody there. And I'd have to remind myself like, oh, yeah, that, that's right. They're back on first or they're not here today or they're on vacation. And it always creep me out. Um had another experience where, you know, it was just me and two other people on on second. I had moved over to that other side of the line where I was running the robot. So now nobody was working on the side I'd been previously on. So I didn't see the the feet anymore. Um, but just it just so happened that that day, nobody else was there. So I can't run the polisher by myself. Um, for safety reasons, there had actually been people that have had heart attacks and, uh, they don't want you working over there alone in case you fall forward onto that belt because it, it will, um, split you in two. So you're, if you're by yourself, you're not allowed working on it. So I was over at a different area. It was really, really weird. It was, um, February. My parents were on vacation, and my brother, my little brother, was with them. And uh, my little brother's nickname is Bub, B-U-B. And uh, so they're in Florida. I hadn't heard from them. This day, I didn't think it was anything weird uh, until I got a text from a number I didn't have. And the text said, hey, your brother Bob is in the hospital. He had an accident. You need to call the hospital and and you need to go and see him. And so I'm trying to text, you know, I'm at work, so I can't get on my phone. But I read this message and I started freaking out. Um, I was like, well, maybe, you know, it's the other people that my, like, my parents are on vacation with. I don't have their numbers. Maybe it's one of their numbers because it's our area code. Um, that had texted me. Uh, so when it came to break, I had called my mom and I was freaking out. I was like, Are you guys okay? Like, is everything all right? Are you guys at the hospital? You guys I got a text that um somebody was in an accident and they were in the hospital, but was in the hospital, and my mom was like, No, we're we're fine. We were out fishing today. Um, nothing happened, everything's okay. Uh, what's the phone number? So I told her the phone number, and she's like, "Well, I don't know that phone number." And so I just politely texted the number. I was like, "Hey, um, I'm I'm really really sorry. I I don't have a brother named Bob, because that's what they had texted me. Bob was in the hospital, so I thought maybe the people that my mom was on vacation with, um, they just you know had a typo and put Bob or autocorrect changed Bub to Bob um, on accident." But I texted her, you know, I'm I'm really, really sorry. I think you have the wrong number. I don't have a brother named Bob. Um, but I do send, you know, my my best wishes to him. Uh but I did start worrying after that, you know, what if something did happen to my parents, you know, all at once, you know, my mom, my dad, and my brother, that's all of my family, you know immediate family that is you know if something happened to them while they they are in Florida I don't I can't go and get to them you know I don't know what to do I'm you know I'm I'm 25 but like I'm just I'm just a kid like I don't know how to deal with any of that stuff and I was like thankfully I was working by myself because like I got myself so worked up I started crying really hard you know my my grandparents had just passed a couple months beforehand in October this happened in February. You know, I don't, I don't have anybody. Um, you know, so if, if something did happen to my parents and my brother, you know, you know, I can't take care of my brother by myself. I can't take care of my parents if they need, you know, long term medical care, like uh, home care. I, I, like, I can't do that by myself. Um, so I've got myself worked up. I'm crying. Thank goodness I'm by myself, so none of my coworkers can see me because I am literally blubbering like a baby as this happens i i have anxiety i have depression i take medication but sometimes if i if i get in my head like something's going to happen you know just thinking about the future you know when my you know when my parents are gone you know if 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 my my husband passes or or my brother passes and i get in this really really bad like tailspin state of mind like i i feel emotions, especially sadness, very, very heavily. Um, you know, if something sad happens on the TV, Bailey makes fun of me, my husband makes fun of me, you know. If somebody's crying in a movie, you can bet your sweet Bippy that I'm, you know, on the couch crying as well. <laughs> he he believes it's really funny um, because uh, I I cried in, in the Spider-Man movie. Um, and he had, to like, he always has to carry... Tissues or something, when we're in the movie theaters, he'll get extra napkins and he'll hand them to me because if somebody in there dies or somebody somebody else is crying, I'm crying. Um, So I'm bawling my eyes out at work and uh, I was just getting way too worked up. Like I was about to like set everything down and go take a real hard cry in the bathroom and go talk to Bailey on the other side and like I was thinking about leaving work early because I just could not calm myself down. And um, it's, a, it's a little emotional for me. Um.
0: What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify?
1: Out of nowhere, I could smell my grandmother's perfume. She always liked uh, Chantilly Lace uh, perfume. You know, she'd get that for Mother's Day every year from, you know, one of her family members or a couple. So she had tons and tons of it. Um, and it's a, a specific smell. Um that only people that like Chantilly Lace wear. Uh, so it's not like a normal bath and body work smell. That you, or air fragrance freshener smell. Um, I'm the only woman working there that night. And I'm the only one on my half of the building that's working there. And I could smell this perfume right behind me. And I knew it was Chantilly Lace. And I just felt like this warm, like hug behind me, which is really weird because the air conditioner is right above me, um, slash the heat. But it it makes a noise when it turns on and it wasn't on at the time. And like right as I smelled that, you know, my tears went away. Um, I felt a lot better. I was a lot. About those terrible thoughts anymore. And then it hit me like what the actual F was that, because you know, nobody's over here, nobody walked behind me. The cleaning girl called off that day, so it wasn't her. You know, Bailey wasn't around me. Bailey also doesn't wear chantilly lace. Um, so like I just started texting Bailey, like. I sw- there's a lady's perfume over here. I you know you know what the f is going on. I swear on my life that it smelled like grandma. And because that's he would call my grandma grandma too. Um, we've been together for ten years, so at that point she adopted him as like a grandson. Um, I was like I swear like you need to come over here because I swear I'm I'm going crazy. So he comes over and he's like, Uh yeah, I can smell something like a lady, like perfume, but it's like fading. So the smell is fading like she had just been there and had walked away. Um And he was like, well, that's weird. You're the only one working over here. Um, the cleaning lady's not here. I didn't just walk through and I was like, Well did did, you know, Jeremy or Travis, you know, or the other co-work his coworkers just walk through. He was like, No. Um, I haven't even made my rounds to lock the doors yet. Um, but I guess since I'm over here, I'll do that now. Um, so it was really weird, but it made me f- feel a lot better. I was able to, you know, pull myself out of that, you know, hole (laughs) that I, my own mind had put myself in, Um, it really did feel like my grandmother had momentarily came to reassure me, you know, it's okay. They're fine. You know, you you were able to get through my grandma and my grandma, they they passed away on the same day um, while Bailey and I were on our honeymoon. So we, we got the call at 6 a.m. that my grandfather had passed away. And within the hour, we were packed up, checked out of the hotel and on the road, um, driving as fast as we could from Pigeon Forge back to our home. Uh, we made it there by like right, like right after 4 a.m. or 4 p.m. Sorry, um, I was a blubber. She's calling for you and I could hear her in the background. And Bailey and I, we were able to get there and, and say our goodbyes and visit with her for a couple of hours before she did pass. But just going going through you know going through that uh was really, really, really hard on us, both my husband and I, and the rest of our family, you know, our grandparents were the rocks and the the pillars of our family, and we didn't you know we didn't expect them to get sick um they had. Uh, the vid, um, and they were doing, you know, not, not great, but, uh, then two weeks before our wedding, my grandma went into the hospital and then two days before my wedding, my grandfather went into the hospital. Um, they couldn't keep their oxygen levels high enough. Uh, to be released on time. And then. It was downhill after that pretty much. Um, but it. That smell. And that warm presence behind me. It reminded me that you know. We've, we've been through. A lot. And we came out okay. Afterwards and on the other side. Um, and so if. If. You know something horrible like that happened again that we were strong enough to be able to get through it um and there are other stories that I have um they're more of uh i after my grandparents passing, I started looking more into spirituality instead of Christianity and what gifts I had spiritual wise and the next few are about that.
2: Wow.
3: That was, well, I just want to say thank you. That's hard Peyton, for yeah. sharing that It's very personal story
2: man let's go back to the, the <laughs> earlier thing with yeah there's a the, lot to yeah the text reflect on the, okay the text with saying like bob you, that yeah. there was a bob that yeah man what do you think about that
3: so i mean it could be a, a crazy coincidence where you know you get those random texts and just wrong number it happens all the time which is weird enough in general but or was it something else, you know, I don't know. Either way, it's, if it was just a coincidence, what a freaking crazy coincidence. That's why it's almost, I can almost chalk it up as like, it's probably not just a coincidence, but weird nonetheless. But enough to, enough to like, to where it gets her, and like she said, she's a pretty emotional person to begin with. So with that on top of it, to put you through that roller coaster, that's, that's, I don't even know what to think of that. Um, you know, I don't know really what to put my finger on it.
2: And there were several audio gaps, you know, that we had to splice around. Right. Yeah. But which, which is, is
3: weird too. On, yeah. On top I, of this,
2: I don't know because we've never had any other problems. It could be. It could be anything. Uh, I don't know about the the text. Yeah. It's weird. It's weird. It, she's like, like she said, you know, it's it's really weird how close let's say it was at Quincy. It's really weird how close Bob is to Bub.
3: Yeah. Like, very easily could have been interpreted, you know, as a autocorrect, like she said. Mm-hmm. Like, that went through my head, and then she said it. and like, yep, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Or or it could just be some crazy coincidence that someone sent a random text to the wrong person, wrong number or something by accident. But I wonder if – because she were sent a reply message. Did, did they ever reply? I don't remember her saying that. I don't think they ever replied back saying, like, whoops, sorry, wrong number. No, right. I don't think so either. Yeah. And so then – Either way, that's weird. But then that – Culminating into where it built her up emotionally to where she was having a tough time even thinking about it, like Mm -hmm. handling it, and then to be calmed down by that smell.
2: Now, this, I got a little emotional last night previewing this because that's happened to me a lot. Mm -hmm. That exact thing with my great grandmother's perfume. Mm. It's the powder perfume. I can't remember who it was, what the brand or
3: yeah, the smith scent or
2: yeah. Uh, But so several really emotional, hard times in my life. It's been around to be like a very thick smell of that. Yeah. Now, I don't believe in ghosts right. per se. The true, right. the human souls get stuck here or whatever. I do think that th- these are special circumstances that allow your past loved ones. They just give you something small to say you're not alone. It's like a little, just a little sign. Yeah, th- Yeah. you're not alone. Mm-hmm. You're not alone in this. Mm-hmm. I do think that's what's happening here, and she even felt, you know, the, the almost like the feeling of the something on her back, yeah, like a positive. You know, scared her afterwards, but
3: right but during, you know, it was calming in the moment, which is yeah. what she needed, obviously. Yeah, it's just, I mean, it, everything's alive around you. Uh, maybe this is just a little indicator of that. That, like you said, you're not alone. That maybe your ancestral DNA is just like always there, lingering to make sure you're staying on your path, or I don't know. It's 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 a hard thing to really unpack or to break down, but there's something there.
2: And thank you, Peyton, for sharing.
3: Yeah. Oh, it's, and you know, it's something going through our, are we getting, like, with her grandparents passing away and stuff like that. Like, it sucks. I've been, I was there for... Both the same
2: day. Yeah,
3: that's crazy.
2: But for those older couples, I mean, that...
3: That happens, that happens a lot. Yeah. I worked
2: in a nursing home for a long time. Yeah. I can think of the three times that's happened. Right. Which. To where. I get why it happens too. The one, the the woman hadn't even left the, like, they haven't even come to get her body yet and he had passed. Yep. He went into the other room, sat in the chair and was like, all right. I'm done too. Yeah.
3: Yep. And I, I think that's kind of a testament to human beings aren't meant to be alone.
2: Yeah. Especially. Yeah. I I agree.
3: And when you find that other person, I guess, that, I don't know, that you just, yeah, you, you build a life together and you're, you're basically exist together, not as one anymore. It's, you're both, you are both one. So when one goes, it's like half of you basically goes. So, you you know, the other half checks out too. It's like, all right. Um, But highly, yeah, I mean, like my, I watched my grandpa, uh, Basically, he you know he had cancer and stuff so you watched watch pretty much him you know uh, not become self anymore and slowly wither away is the best way I could put it and the stuff he would say like oh I wish I never did this or that or his reflection but then it was the after effect you know after he was gone and all that and then how my grandma's still dealing with it it's it's still hard but even she would get tell me about little signs that she thought it was him. Things she had never seen before, like, the one example I can give was, she would say, like, she was on her back porch, or just looking at her back window, I mean, and uh she's seen this little bird that she has never seen before, and never seen since, but it flew down, perched right up on top of this bush, right outside the window, like, looked right at her, and it, she said it was a really, really pretty bird she has never seen before, and it had, like, this white, the pattern on it she'd never seen, but... And it's, it was there, I was there for a few minutes and it was just kind of staring in right back at her and she didn't know what to think of it. She felt, felt a little weird about it, even felt weird telling me, but she did. She didn't know what to think of it. And then it flew away and she, she even thinks it was like a sign, like a calming sign that she's still not alone, but it's very personal, emotional stories that don't really get told too often in a public no. sense. Yeah. Most of this stuff stays within family or close friends, you know, mm-hmm. just conversation. So thank you, Peyton, for sharing all that. Thank you. Yeah.
2: I I don't really have anything else to add. It just is very emotional, and it's a, I think it's a thing that's experienced more often than not that people don't talk about. Oh, 100%. That, especially perfume. This It's just make, in general. I've heard cologne, perfume. Yeah. yeah. all kinds of stuff, and I think it's a good way to tell, that. here's my thing with Ghosts. Is that a lot of ghosts want to interfere in your life, and this is not an interference. This is just not a, no communication, nothing. It's just hey, it's you're all not alone.
3: It's all em- emotion, yeah, it's, like just feeling. It's all just like 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 we say calming. Mm-hmm. It it knows how to calm those emotions, and we you know we're all we are all beings of emotion. You know how we act, interact with each other. It's all through emotion. Um, you know whether it's cold or it's anger or it's real nice or real positive. It's all emotion at the end mm-hmm. of the day. And yeah, that's an easy and very quick way to communicate. So if you're going to be from like another dimension or on the other side, afterlife, whatever you want to call it, probably the quickest, most direct way is to uh, communicate emotionally, just like whether it's calming, you know, in positive ways, calming, you know, nice emotions, or in, even in negative ways, scary fear. Like, either way, fastest way to make communication is straight through emotion. And this is an example.
2: I have been the Great and Powerful Mystery. And I have been Jay. And we'll catch you next week with more cryptids of the Corn. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Crips of the Corn podcast. Please share with a friend you think would like us. It's the best way to help our show grow. Leave a comment, rate us, a five-star review, and remember, there is always extra content on patreon slash Crips of the Corn.com. And don't forget, stay magical!